0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I am Pete Wright, and right over there is Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello. Hello, Pete.
0: Hello, Nikki. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit, as I was telling you before we pushed the button, I'm feeling like my things are bumping up against one another today.
1: Because things are taking too long.
0: I have one thing. It's all started with my run when I got, I'm not, uh, I got a little lost in my own neighborhood. I got there really. there was some construction they rerouted a path and I now I'm I got a little bit turned around and so my run took longer than I thought it would and I got home right as I had to go into another thing and that thing bumped right up against another thing cuz it was a few minutes late and so all of my things are touching each other in yeah. my schedule which means I st- I stink and I haven't shaved or showered <laughs> I'm a hot mess and I can't believe I have to admit all that but I am totally overwhelmed by my own stench uh, well it's more than that i'm overwhelmed by the the fact that i it's one of those things i haven't been able to think straight and and stop and so i'm really excited about our topic today uh because you're gonna help me conquer my overwhelm and it well, should yes. it should only take i don't know what do you think five steps. That's what I hear
1: five steps. And, and actually with the, the overwhelm that you're feeling, because not, not all overwhelm is created equal. Yes.
0: That's the truth.
1: (laughs) Okay. But what you're feeling right now, number one, my tip number one is going to be fantastic for you. Oh, I can't
0: wait. All right. Well, yeah. I, could, I could make use of your tips. Uh, before we do that, uh, you should head over to TakeControlADHD.com. That is the best way to make sure you don't miss an episode. Just go to that website and, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast right there. You can click the blue button, sign up for the podcast, and uh, and it will be delivered unto you with grace and kindness. Yes. and And, and share it. And please share it. Yes, share yeah, it. Share, share spread the, the word. Forward it on. We would exactly. love to spread the word about this thing. But thank you so much for, for joining up, signing up, and, and making sure that you get it each week. You can also, of course, find us on Twitter and Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And you can still call us at 503-664-4ADD. 503-664-4ADD. We love those voicemails. Yes. All right. Help me not be overwhelmed.
1: Yes, that overwhelm. It's such a common word, isn't it?
0: Oh, I get, you know, and I almost think we use it a little bit too flippantly.
1: Well, because again, not all overwhelm is created equally,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but it's a feeling and I definitely, um, hear it a lot with my clients. I feel it. I'm sure you felt it. Oh, goodness. You, well, you felt it this morning. You I just sure talked did. about it. Yeah. About all your things. <laughs> my <laughs> things that are touching each other.
0: I feel like a five-year-old at a, a fancy dinner. Yeah. All my things are touching each other.
1: Crazy. So tell me, I'm curious to know for you, when you feel overwhelmed, do you actually have a physical... Sense like, do you actually physically feel it in your body? Yeah, you, you
0: know I do, and but you know one of the things we've talked about in the past is just in both of us are, are, are the issues that we've faced in the past with anxiety, mm-hmm. and and for me, overwhelm is always a precursor to full on anxiety or panic attacks. Yeah. And so I have I have come to terms with the the experiences, or I've learned to to recognize the experiences, the physiological experiences of of when I'm feeling overwhelmed and when I know I need to take a step back. Now in this case today. I'm over I'm I'm facing schedule overwhelm right and that is a cascading it it, it sort of leads to a cascading failure and and that is to say I start thinking unconsciously and then more consciously about all the stuff I'm not going to be able to get done today as a result of my schedule being so blocked back to back to back to back with no freedom I
1: am going to stop you right there Mr. Wright.
0: okay because I was going to get I have a point (laughs)
1: Oh, you do. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't an point. Well, I'm no, no, no. You
0: go. You go. You go. Then <laughs> well, I'll I was going to
1: say because you're looking forward and you're thinking worst case scenario, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah and
0: that's exactly what I was going to say because that that is what leads to uh, that feeling of anxiety and then eventually panic. And so I recognize my heart starts to beat faster. I recognize I start I, I have the inability or an increasing inability to form complete sentences. <laughs> I speak mm-hmm. in shorter sentences. I can feel it, and I become my my uh, patience becomes tested very, very quickly. Yes, and and those are all the sort of things like you feel the tension when you you feel yourself about ready to snap at somebody for doing something completely uh, benign. But yeah. to me, it becomes a personal. La- I take everything personally, and so that's what. I, and and I would start feeling that today if it weren't for the fact that this is my last thing. You and I are doing my last thing, and then I have a couple of hours straight where I don't have to worry about. I, I can any breathe. I can take a break. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any more things touching my things. Yeah. And so so anyway, now now you.
1: Well, no, I I think that. Um, Um, And why I was saying, you know, let me stop you is because I saw where you were going. You were going down a rabbit hole of like negative, you know, oh, it's going to be awful. But the good news, like you said, is you have no more things. So you're able to kind of take a step back and see that that's not going to be the case for you today. That's hope. Yeah, but that's not always the case, right? Cause what right. if you had more things, you know, Ugh. um, going on it on an average day. And so, but the, the first tip I have is really good for, for what you're experiencing. The next tips I have, I think are really more for that overwhelm of, I have this big project ahead of me. Okay. So I just want to kind of distinguish the two. Got it. The, the first thing though, with, with your situation is you got to breathe. You got yeah. to take a step back and breathe. Yeah. And I know that sounds like, okay, well, I'm breathing. Hello. <laughs> I breathe all the time, but it's really taking those, like those long, deep breaths before you go on to your next thing. Uh, and it's really making the, the priority of, okay, that may mean I may be a little bit late, like a couple of minutes late, but I need to take this time for me just to kind of regroup and recenter. Um, I did this yesterday because yesterday I had things going on. And I had a a, a group coaching or a, co- a coaching group, I should say, at four o'clock in the afternoon after all these other things happened previous, right? Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to be in the moment with these folks and I really wanted to give them my best. I knew in order to do that, I had to kind of take a step back and... Not meditate, but just take a deep, like a couple of deep breaths, and just recenter.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think if, that's, I think that's an important word. And I think we, you know, sometimes we write off that the the word meditate or meditative. Uh, as, as being a little bit frou-frou, but the, the truth of the matter is, uh, a meditative breath is, is one that is completely filling, right? You kind of visualize it filling your head and your chest and your limbs and just let it sort of course through you because, and getting good at that and getting good at that experience is what, one of the things that allows you to sort of reset physiologically. I find that if I'm, if I get good at those breaths and taking that kind of two minutes, Uh, that, that I can, I can do a little bit of an instant recharge that might buy me the next hour.
1: Well, and what it does too, is I think it brings you back into the moment. And and again, it's that mindfulness then, because then it brings you back into what I have control over right now is this moment and what I'm going to do next, not what's going to happen this afternoon.
0: Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and, and and when we're not, when we're in that panic mode, we're thinking about how late we're going to be this afternoon, or are we going to miss something or whatever? And so it it does, it, it takes you back into, to the moment the moment that you have control over. And that's right now. What, what do I need to focus on? What do I need to do? And for me, it was so helpful because then I could go into that call and really be present with them and not not think about all the things I had done that day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So that I think number one, breathing, taking those, those couple minutes just to kind of stop yourself and and take those long, deep breaths really can make a difference on, um, the degree of whatever overwhelm it is that you're feeling. Now, the next few tips I have, I think are really more for, gosh, I have this big project P and I'm so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. So, you know what I'm going to do? Nothing.
0: Yeah, gonna right. Right. I'm going <laughs> to stall.
1: I'm going to stall. I'm going to do everything else that seems more important than this project and um because I'm just it's too much for me. And so um my second tip after you take that deep breath is get a second opinion. Have you ever thought about that?
0: Oh, yeah. A rational third party.
1: Yeah. Like is really, is this like a big deal? Like get that second opinion is, is, um, because what you were saying earlier, so true with the, with the overwhelm comes anxiety and worry, right? To me, I agree. That's a marriage. It, It just happens. And so getting another perspective can be really helpful. Is it true? Is what I'm really feeling and, um, the concerns and, and fears, you know, are they true? Is it real? Do I have facts to back it up? But maybe having somebody talk to me about, about it makes me realize that oh, you know what, I'm probably making a bigger deal out of it than than I should or um, whatever, you yeah, know?
0: Yeah, you know, for me it, it comes in and I use the word overthinking a lot when I'm thinking about these things, when I'm when I'm overwhelmed on a project. It's usually because I haven't given myself enough sort of cognitive space to step back and say Uh, Am I over processing the outcome? I'm over. I'm adding too much work. I'm adding too much, uh, too much to this and making too much work for myself. Uh, And a rational third party can come in and tell me you're overthinking this. You're overworking it. You're overcomplicating it. Take a step back, break it down into very simple steps and move forward one step Mm -hmm. at a time. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to hear that.
1: You do. And, and you need to hear that maybe what you've already done is really good. Yeah. The, well, that's the, a great point. Yeah. Because the perfectionism comes into play, right? And we're thinking, oh, it has to be perfect, but you get a second opinion. And you're like, no, Pete, this is great. This is fantastic. This is exactly what I wanted. This is yeah. what I needed. And you're like, whoa, that is not what I expected, <laughs> you know? <That's> right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, getting that second opinion, I think can really put things in perspective. Um, and then what you just said, I want to piggyback off of is breaking those projects down And so maybe that same person that just gave you that second opinion can really help you break things down. And this is what I love about coaching because I do this all the time with clients is we've got this goal or we've got this project that you're working on and, and it's breaking down the steps. What's the very first step that you have to take? And it can be so minimal. It could just be moving papers from the floor up to the desk. That's a step forward. It it doesn't seem important, but man, it, it gets you out of that procrastination cycle and it keeps you moving forward because now that they're on the desk, what do you need to do? Oh, I could purge a couple of papers. Oh, okay. Now you got, okay. You just went a little bit more forward and you're taking things into really small pieces that are manageable because a lot of times what I see is when people are overwhelmed, it's because they're seeing the whole thing. They're looking at the whole picture.
0: Oh, forest for the trees.
1: Yeah. 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 That's like the second time I've heard that expression today or this week. That's funny.
0: It's a good one. It's an, it's an old standard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think that, you know, really getting help with that too. Don't try to do it necessarily on your own. If you're feeling overwhelmed, right. Because that's going to be hard. Um, but get that help to, to help you do that. Um, Okay. So then my next tip is really to just focus on the step that you're doing. So even though maybe you've planned out the steps, maybe you've only planned out the first five steps, whatever process you need to do to make it work for you, only focus on what it is that you're doing right now. So again, staying present and and mindful of just what you need to do right now, um, and not worrying about everything else that needs to be done. Um, and I talk about this a lot in organizing. If you remember back, um, in some of our old episodes, when we talk about organizing, just sort like, you know, when you're in the sorting step, that's all you need to do is just sort. You don't have to worry about where things are going to go yet. We too many times we jump ahead before we're even done with our yeah. task at hand. So we want to stop that and just really focus on one thing. It, it helps with the overwhelm. It I, just really...
0: I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, I, I just want to call out last week's episode, if you're not caught up, you know, we, we talk about finding the balance between focus, energy, and time. And this was a listener question. And I think it gets to this point, right? Uh, some of that conversation really comes back home here is mm-hmm. is not to be completely stressed out by the fact that you're, that your natural tendency is to be distracted... Uh, you've, you've got to work that, uh, that muscle to, to free yourself and to really be able to focus on just what is the next thing? What mm-hmm. is the next baby step you can take? Absolutely. Uh, and, and not get overwhelmed by the whole. Yeah, that's great.
1: Last tip, which is actually probably even more important than breathing. I probably should have flipped this around a little bit, but that's okay. Is you got to pay attention to your self care. When you really start feeling overwhelmed, are you not taking care of yourself? And I'm willing to bet that you're probably not because your ADHD symptoms are going to get worse when you're not taking care of yourself. Um, you're going to be easily or more easily distracted, more cranky, uh, more impulsive, all of these things that, that our challenges are going to become worse. So we have to take care of ourselves. Um, you know, we got to pay attention, make yourself a priority. I, I did a blog post, um, a few weeks ago about how to get exercise into your daily routine. And, uh, one of the things that was really eye opening for me when I was talking to a friend of mine is, is she said, I make myself a priority and I, and I, I just sat there and I thought, wow, why am I not doing that? Why am I not making myself a priority? Um, and, and, you know, start doing that. Uh, make sure you're drinking water. Make sure you're watching your, your uh, diet and you're exercising. All of these things are so important on the basic care of your ADHD. If you do these things, the overwhelm is not going to feel as bad. It's not going to be as scary. It's not going to be as big and you're going to feel more in control.
0: I, I just want to jump on that one a little bit because I love it so much Yes, um, and because you, I find that I often don't recognize that I have not been paying attention to self-care until it is too late
1: Yeah, and yeah. my
0: wife comes to me and says, you know, you're snoring at night again. That's a leading indicator for me when I start snoring at night. It's because I have eaten too much sugar and I wake up grumpy the next day. It's very difficult to get out of bed. And when I'm not getting restful sleep, everything else starts to fall apart. And sometimes it's not even very slowly. Sometimes it's not a gradual decay. Sometimes it's just that day I am done. I can't Mm -hmm. focus. I can't look at people. I can't talk. I am exhausted. I'm done. And so then... You do things that are equally stupid. You drink way too much. You drink a whole pot of coffee, right? right you drink right. you drink way too much soda, and that's just more sugar. It's more caffeine. It's more stimulant in your system that just continues to to drive you down. And so I I can't I, I love this one for me. It, there's a the the tool that I use is actually I track everything I eat, and that has become incredibly useful. I use a little app called Lose It. We may have talked about on the show. Oh before. yes,
1: yeah, yeah. I've used it too. Mm-hmm. I
0: love Lose It. It has a little barcode scanner. It lets me track everything I put in into my body and want the act of tracking. It's not just about weight loss. It's just about, you know, have I've, <laughs> have I really earned what I'm about to put in my mouth? Cause there's yeah. a good chance I haven't. And, um, and, and having that that tool there is really accountable. I mean, I think that that's,
1: yeah, that that's the great thing. And also if you haven't done that for a while and you're feeling bad, then it's a great time to, to get back into that routine and that habit of, okay, maybe I need to start tracking this again and really paying attention.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's great. Well there, you know, this is just five different ideas. I know that there are lots of different ways that people conquer their overwhelm and their stress. And I would love to hear from you. Um, I know Pete and I will share your stories. We'll put you on the air. If you want to, leave a message or um, send us, send one of us a, a, an email or whatever. But I, I think that the more we talk about this and give more ideas out to people, you know, more people are going to benefit and um, that's what we want.
0: That's right. So call us, email us, find us on Facebook or Twitter. Once again, uh, we are at take control ADHD on those two platforms, but five zero three six six four four 664 How do you address overwhelm in your life and keep yourself calm and grounded? Uh, very important stuff. I think that's it. I think that's all we have for the news. It is. All right. It is. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to the show and for subscribing at TakeControlADHD.com. On behalf of Mickey Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. And we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.